0: But at least, you know, Og was smart. He was like, hey, tell her before we go to war. Otherwise, you're going to die.
1: We're just going to avoid yeah, death flag." I, I know I know how this I story is. I know
0: how this story is. Never
1: not- he says, I'll tell her when I get back from the war, it that person happen. never comes back from the war. Yeah. And and we- that's always a, a death <laughs> flag.
0: Hey, you guys, what's up? We are the Otaku Couple. I am Mrs. Otaku.
1: And I'm Mr. Otaku.
0: And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast number 40. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you can be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us.
1: Alright, another week, more One Piece. Yeah. This week, episode 888. I didn't realize it was all eights, but um kind of cool yeah. but um this episode was also kind of cool because it kind of expounded on something that we saw in the manga a little differently mm-hmm. well not differently but it just expounded upon it the whole thing with Sabo sneaking in I thought it was cool because we could see Sabo's attitude towards the situation it's like yeah I'm doing my job and I'm trying to go around and sneak around But, like, if somebody sees me, I'm just going to take them out. I'm not going to bother hiding the bodies. And when I'm ready to roll up out of this castle, I'm just going to bust through the wall because we're just going to start a big fight with them later anyway.
0: He reminded me, honestly, of, like, a A game of Assassin's Creed where, I don't know if you guys ever played it, but basically when you have to go into the forts and then you're, like, sneaking around at first, but then you're just like, forget it. I'm just going to run around, do what I need to do, and take (laughs) care of these people and then I'm just gonna run out the front door. I don't care if they notice. Yeah, that's what it
1: felt like. <laughs> and then when he saw a like they he, lost, he it. lost it.
0: We've been watching Mob Psycho, so I feel like he just went to 100.
1: Yeah, he, he was he was ready. If it wasn't for uh, Karasu and Morley coming up to try to stop him and bring him down, yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't end it. Well. We would have had uh, two. Uh, rubito to a Celestial Dragons no longer living.
0: Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know why it's such a big deal with dealing with the Celestial Dragons because they're not very strong. And honestly, if you could just assassinate that, them, honest, they would not be able to survive that, honestly.
1: This is true, but at the same time, they're like, must be like, miraculously durable because, honestly, that guy got that got punched by Luffy, first of all, he should have died right there. He should, have. he should have died from that, from that punch. I mean, Luffy punched him so hard that he turned the anime back into a manga. <laughs> like, and then he, and then in this chapter, the same guy gets hit with a cl- not this chapter, but during this, this arc, he gets hit with a club.
0: Yeah.
1: A club, like full force.
0: Yeah. Goes flying. Honestly, I don't know why they don't just pop the bubble that the whole thing is wrestling on. Just bring the whole thing down to earth.
1: It's not on top of a bubble. It's on top of. the I know. I know. But the metaphorical
0: bubble. It was a metaphorical bubble, not yeah. the real bubble. Like I know they're not just floating on a giant arca the acapella bubble in the air. That wouldn't be very durable or lasting or I trusting. Mean, I wouldn't live on top of a bubble. Well,
1: I mean, there are people who live on top of clouds in this anime. So.
0: I mean, clouds are more
1: durable than a bubble that it's known to pop when it gets to the top. Yeah, this is also true but yeah but um it was a fun watch yeah um,
0: I like Sabo honestly if he had like a little spinoff like how Rock Lee had a spinoff of Naruto I'd probably
1: watch it but did you watch the Rock Lee spinoff?
0: no but I like Rock Lee
1: <laughs> okay That's
0: not the point
1: <laughs> alright maybe we should watch episode of Sabo cause that's probably can considered as uh his spinoff
0: I think it'd be cool to like follow Sabo of his you know ranks of the Revolutionary Army and what he's been doing this entire time because like we know he's been in the Revolutionary Army and he's number two and he's like super strong because like keep in mind that he's got devil fruit powers now and he still uses just like his normal hockey dragon claw Mm -hmm. type stuff the only time we see his flames is that one time when he gets mad about uh, about how they're treating Kuma yeah so I think it'd be cool to just like see his story yeah
1: yeah some of it might be an episode of Sabo, who knows yeah. but yeah I'm um, sure the
0: people who've seen the episode of Saibo know
1: yeah I'm sure they do <laughs> but I think that's pretty much it for One Piece so let's keep it moving um Black Clover
0: we are still on this like Yami Vengeance Remembrance thing and I'm just kind of like
1: why it doesn't really make sense because it's like, they really wrapped up this whole thing in the last episode. And then, and then they, they like, proceeded to tell another story.
0: Yeah. And
1: I was just like, okay, but why? It's like, what is the significance of this story? Like least now we know
0: how the Black Bulls and the Golden Dawn came into be, be. But, yeah. I mean, I don't understand how okay. that is relevant. I think, it, I think I will say this. It was cool how Yami was like, I'm going to purposely go out and find people who are misfits and let them give them the opportunity to be magic knights because that is what you did for me so to know that it's just not just like a random mashup but he's like intentionally finding people who are misfits
1: yeah he's intentionally finding people who are misfits who he thinks has potential and giving them this opportunity
0: yeah and I think that's just like really cool
1: and and the reason why he does that is because that's what the wizard king did for him
0: when he was the uh, squad leader of the gray deer. Yeah. So, apparently you can change the color when you become squad leader. That's kind of cool.
1: I guess so.
0: I mean, it's with the
1: aqua deer. Yeah, it's the aqua deer now. I I think it's just... I don't know. I don't know how it works.
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. I mean, it was interesting. I'm kind of ready to see, you know, Asta and get the results of the Royal Knight Selection. Yeah, I'm
1: ready to move along the main story. Yeah.
0: That's just kind of the point that I'm at. But, like, it's not a bad storyline. I honestly kind of feel like it's, it's filler.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it's
0: like... It's well done, those It's
1: better than the charming episode. Yeah, it's it's a well done filler, but at it's the same misplaced. time, it's misplaced. Yeah, like it, it feels it, forced. It feels forced because it's like they've already set up what's supposed to happen next, and then like they just stop making progress towards it. So that's what makes it feel off. But the story itself isn't bad, and seeing younger Yami and his attitude and stuff like that that stuff is cool and entertaining to a degree
0: yeah it's like it's cool just to know more about Yami but you know who I want to know about the guy who doesn't talk I want to know
1: more about him. I want to know more about Ghosh.
0: Yes, because it's like we have the backstory of pretty much everybody else. Vanessa, you know, is from the witches and she ran away. And so that's why she acts the way she is because she fell in love with Yami and she ran away from the forest. We, we've we got that. We know that Fenril is, you know, a no, of noble blood. He was always outshined by his little brother, but he got the social skills out of the two. And so him and his brother have this thing. Noelle is royalty, but she doesn't get along with her older siblings because her older siblings blame her for killing her mother. And so that's why she's got this, you know, inferiority complex. And, you know, she has trouble controlling her magic, even though she has a lot of it. Like, we have so much background on all the other members that we have met because obviously they imply that there are other members that we haven't met yet. But, like even with the, the other guy that we literally just met Zer-
1: Zarks. or no Z- Zora or whatever, his, Zor, name, Zor, whatever
0: yeah. his real name is it's like we even got a backstory for him but we don't know anything about Ghosh and I want to know why does he talk like that? What is his magic? Maybe. Does he even have a grimoire? Is he from this country? Is he like Yami? He's from a completely different place? Why is he so creepy? What's in all those books that he's writing? Like what is his magic? What is his skill? What if
1: he has silent magic?
0: I feel like he should have loud magic.
1: What if he has sound magic?
0: I feel like he should have loud magic. <laughs> I feel like he should just be able to like scream and then it takes over or something like that. I don't know. I wanna I wanna know. I wanna know.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll read we'll eat the manga, maybe we'll find out there. I'm not gonna
0: make any commitments to do that.
1: That's that's why I said maybe. <laughs> um yeah, we'll see. Um, but that's pretty much it for this episode of Black Clover, so let's take a quick break. <laughs> Alright, we're back. with The Rising of the Shield Hero, episode 22. So, this is the episode
0: immediately following... This is the episode immediately following <laughs> Nafumi, uh, basically not being a fugitive of the world
1: essentially. Well, this country.
0: This country. And so they have like this four heroes meeting because the queen basically wants all four of the heroes to sit down and be like, okay, y'all need to get on the same page and um, basically share information and you don't have to like each other, but you need to get along. And um, honestly, I, I don't want to say this was a filler episode, but it kind of felt that way because we didn't get a whole lot of a whole lot. We got little bits of you know, Nafumi and his meeting, we got bits of Raftalia fighting because, you know, the other heroes' comrades are insulting Nafumi and, you know, she's not having that. But um, my favorite part was when the queen at the head of this table is looking at the four heroes and she's like, okay, so we need to sort some things out. Let's talk. Um, y'all need to share information. And then the other three heroes, you know, being the people that they are, were like, yeah, no, we're not telling Nafumi anything. And she's like, okay, let me be frank. If y'all don't get y'all act together, you three are going to die in the next wave because Nafumi is going to be the only one to survive. And they were just like, what? And Nafumi is just in there smug, like, I tried to tell you. And so they start giving him information about, you know, how he can uh duplicate any shield or whatever because he didn't know that because basically... They've been playing the game on easy level, and Nafumi's been playing on hard, and there are just some skills that he didn't pick up along the way because he's just been grinding.
1: Yeah, because he, he didn't know, r- right. r- rather, because basically they have this ability where if they touch a weapon that's the same as their um, their uh, legendary weapon,
0: they can copy, they it. Can
1: copy it, and then their weapon can transform into that form. So that was one of the abilities... Another one was, like, if you go to, like, a certain point in different towns, then you can, like, teleport, teleport to, to that location.
0: Yeah. It was, and yeah. Nafumi has been going everywhere by wagon. I still think Nafumi would go everywhere by wagon just because Philo likes pulling it.
1: Yeah, well, you still would have to go there yeah, the traditional way at least one time. Yeah. So.
0: And they finally got class upgrades, but because they found out after the fact that they couldn't get the ones that they wanted, because uh, they didn't have the correct objects or whatever necessary for them?
1: I, I thought it was because the objects that they had or it co- caused interference. So like the little calic thingy that uh, Fatorio Gray Philo, it interfered with the selection. And that's the reason why hers didn't go properly. I don't remember what interfered with raptalias, but it was something that they had on their person oh. that interfered with what they chose.
0: Okay, so I misunderstood so that. I thought it was like they were missing to different
1: it forced their path to a different uh, direction.
0: That actually makes more sense because that would mean Bilo would have to be the next uh queen. Like, yeah. she couldn't just be like, oh, I'm gonna have this with, oh. and then that interfere yeah. with her taking over.
1: Yeah. So, it kind of, kind of made a decision for it. I know that was a specific of like
0: is slick.
1: Yeah, yeah. She, she, it's she like, oh yeah, could. this crown that I gave you, it's gonna give you more power, but it's also gonna make sure you stay on the right path.
0: Right? <laughs> You thought yeah. you
1: were getting out of this. You <laughs> <He> thought you <laughs> Welcome could do whatever the royal you want to. Your, your destiny has been predetermined. Right? That's Because basic, I'm going to die. That's basically what happened. Somebody's got to do this. <laughs> but yeah. So. But that's what happened. Uh, I didn't really feel like this was a filler episode. I felt more like this was the beginning of a small filler arc because there's really not enough episodes to do anything more because they really wrapped up the main point of this entire season in the last episode so it's just like
0: yeah
1: they're just getting ready to go on like a basically a little three three episode episode filler arc to boost their xp or whatever it's going to be an xp farming mission pretty much
0: yeah
1: because of that there's this bonus event like
0: And we've got, we just got introduced to two new characters. We don't know if they're going to be friend or foe yet. I feel like they're going to be, like, friendly rivals because that's what Nafumi is missing as, like, a main protagonist in an anime like this. He doesn't actually have a rival who's, like, friendly, but also, like, pushing him to be better.
1: Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but...
0: I don't even know if it's going to be that, but I just, I kind of agree with you. Like, I feel like this is going to be, like, a filler arc like the next couple episodes aren't really going to be much of anything it's just going to be oh they're going out they're fighting awkward situations etc yeah
1: Yeah. it's just going to be more more like a when you start off the next season the characters will all have magically gotten stronger instead of just saying they trained instead they're going to like show us three episodes of some stuff
0: yeah but I think overall the training in this anime isn't bad because you don't see you don't really see them level up beyond like Nafumi farming in the first couple of episodes.
1: Yeah. You know. But you're always seeing him do little stuff on the side, you know, feeding yeah, I mean, like, stuff to his shield and stuff like I'm that. That's what
0: I'm saying. Nafumi is always on the grind. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes him different from the other heroes, but I also feel like that's going to come as a detriment to him at some point.
1: Yeah. I guess it could, I mean, He's learning though. He's trying his best. But the other heroes have their predetermined notions of the world they're in from the video games that they played back when they were in the other world. In the other world. Yeah. But yeah, but Nafumi doesn't have that, so he's actually exploring and learning and seeing the world for what it is.
0: It's basically like when you play a video game for the first time and you interact with all the NPCs and you go on all the little quests and all the little side missions and you just spend time roaming around looking at the scenery, taking screenshots of the awesome stuff versus the second time you play the game, you're just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that because that's not actually beneficial to me. I'm just going to do this, this, and this. And you sort of know what to do and what not to do. And it's just like the other three, they're playing the game for like the second or third time. They already know what to do, what not to do, how to make it work. I think also that probably that's probably why they got those uh those particular weapons because it's like they couldn't be the shield and face the kind of issues that nafumi is, is facing with the kind of mindset that they had
1: coming into the world it yeah. just wouldn't have worked Yeah, they would have they would have broken oh yeah for sure N- not that nafumi didn't kind of break himself in the beginning. <laughs> Nafumi definitely broke, but Nafumi broke
0: in a way that was going to force him to get stronger, where the other three, I would see them just being, just like going rogue and not even caring about what they had to do. Yeah. You know? Because they've already, they went rogue and they had the entire support of the kingdom behind them. But that's a conversation for a different day.
1: Yep. Um, I think that's it for Rising of the Shield Hero. hmm Next up is Wise Man's Grandchild. Episode number nine.
0: So, in an effort to just jump to the good parts in this one, Shin and Zillian, get engaged. Yeah, And it's not that shocking, really, because, like...
1: You know, I said it. I called it last episode. Like, when he jumped straight to the I love you, I just, like, you might as well just follow it up with a marriage proposal.
0: Honestly. <laughs> but, uh... But, um...
1: It didn't take long. Very next episode.
0: Because, basically... But I, I can... I respect it, though. I respect it so much, because it's just, like... And this is probably going to be met with so many different opinions. But like, if people actually treated their daughters like Sicilian's parents treat, uh, treat her and her, like how they treated Shin, I'm just like, bruh, the, this world will be a completely different place. Because let me tell you, she shows up, she uses, she asks him to use a gate because she, you know, she wants to tell her parents that, you know, she and Shin are dating. So they go and they sit down and basically they're like, oh, okay, cool. We're happy. We're glad that you picked someone that, you know, you like. But then they turned to Shen and they were like, let me ask you something. Are you prepared to marry her? Because she's the daughter of a noble. So she can't really just go around dating anybody without, you know, the intent to marry. And Shen, without hesitation, is just like, yes, I am prepared for that. And so it's just like, whoa, okay.
1: Yeah. And I like the fact that they were like, it's not even just about, about them being royalty or whatever it's like they said hey even though she's our third daughter it doesn't matter. She's still... Our daughter. She's still our daughter and she deserves this level of plateau. So it wasn't just about their family name or anything like that. It was like, no, this is our daughter and this is the way that we do things. You're not just going to casually date my daughter. Like, this needs to be about the intention to marry or it, it can't happen.
0: Right. And it's like, if you are, you know, dating her with the intent to make this, you know, permanent further along down the road, obviously not right now, then, you know, it's fine. But if you're just, you know, here to play games then this we don't plays. have you don't have our blessing this is not gonna not gonna fly with us so of course Shin says okay um then you know he goes and tells his grandparents about it and they're like uh-uh no we need to talk to them first so they go and she explains like you know Shin is not our actual grandson like we found <laughs> him and we don't want you to think that you know we don't wanna, we we want to want you to think that you're only giving your approval of him because he's our grandson, because that's not the case.
1: Yes, he, our blood isn't in his veins. Yeah. So if that's the reason why you said yes, that's not an appropriate, of, uh, an appropriate reason. And we want to be upfront and make sure you knew this beforehand.
0: And of course, her parents were like, if that is what you think of us, you know, we're kind of offended. We, we, approve of him because of who he is and who of his actions and his personality and how he's treating our daughter and the fact that he is protecting her and basically he's being the man about the situation so we're treating him as such it doesn't matter that he's your grandson or not Yeah. you know and so they get past that whole thing and then of course they have their little engagement party and at the end you know Shin has an actual ring and he proposes to Sicilian you know after they've announced to everyone that they're yeah, engaged and yeah, have their engagement their, party yeah. after everything
1: after their engagement party He's like, then he then he decides to pro- propose
0: and of course she says yes and then they they have their first kiss and now we're all gonna go off to war and yeah but at least you know Og was smart he was like hey tell her before we go to war otherwise you're gonna die we're just gonna avoid yeah, that
1: flag. I, I know. I know how this story ends. <laughs> I is. know how
0: this story is. Whenever
1: nah. he says, "I'll tell her when I get back from the war," it that person never comes back from the war. Yeah. and that's we, always a, a death flag.
0: Yeah, and we also got other things. So we got to see more of them training. Uh, we learned that uh, Ogs' little sister has a lot of magic potential, and basically, her natural talent is putting pressure on the older girls because they're like, "I'm not gonna be outdone by this little girl." Yeah. Or whatever. And then...
1: And we uh also found out that Aug's fiance has, like, no magical potential for the most part. Like, she's she's very bad at using magic. Yeah.
0: Kind of like she has it, but she just really can't control
1: it. Yeah. I don't think she she can control it. And I don't think she has, like, a bunch of it either.
0: Doesn't matter. She's going to be the queen. This is true. Doesn't matter. And she's going to be her husband's gonna be the king and he's gonna be super powerful because he's training with the current hero who took out a demonoid when he was 15 single-handedly. I think she's good.
1: Yeah, she'll be fine. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, and Shin learned how to do flying magic on himself and, of course, uh, oh, and then he got two strings in a cup for, uh, his the little sister mm-hmm. and of course no one in this universe has ever seen two strings in a cup and they're just yelling at shin like how dare you come up with this magical invention and break everything and he's like it's not even magic
1: yeah it's not even actually magic. He didn't even say that he just like ran away he just like used his gate and left
0: yeah because the other the thing about shin is that well,
1: we know it's not magic it's yeah, just two strings in a, a cup, cup.
0: <laughs> but um I think that the biggest thing about Shin, his biggest secret, is that he remembers his previous life, but nobody knows that he remembers his previous life, which is why he's able to do all these things and why he's able to come up with stuff like the treadmill. He didn't invent that. It's just what he remembers from his past life.
1: Yeah, it's like he remembers all these basic things that don't exist in the world that he's in now, but they can easily be created, but they weren't created because these people have magic.
0: And there's no, yeah, there's like. So they no have need no, for it. so
1: they have no reason. They have no reason to create electricity if they can have magic to, to create light.
0: Right at the tip of your fingers, like honestly, like why? Do you, why do you need to know how to create fire if you could snap your fingers and have fire? Yeah. So. I wouldn't question how it works either.
1: Yeah.
0: But um. But that's it for the wise man's grandchild. We'll continue watching it, and yeah.
1: Alrighty.
0: Last up is,
1: Demon Slayer. Wow. Wow, you didn't have to start sounding so depressed when you said it. I um, mean,
0: the villains, everyone except Tanjiro is cool. Yeah. Honestly. Because he has no character. He's just... And I get that he had the whole, I'm going to crawl, and even if I can't use my hands, I'm going to grip my sword with my teeth, and I'll fight type I don't know. Thing. Like,
1: like, he but tried I, to be like Zoro, and he I fell so not, hard. I
0: did not feel that. I didn't feel his show. I didn't feel like Ugh, I'm going to push. Like I didn't feel that from him. Yeah.
1: I understand what you're saying. It was more like he was saying what he was doing, but they didn't really show us or make us feel what he was doing. So it's like, yeah, I can describe to you him on the ground and he can't move and his leg is broken and his ribs are cracked and he can't, doesn't have enough strength to grip his sword so he takes his sword in his mouth and he tries to crawl over to go save his sister which honestly how are you going to do it in this particular state but whatever um, it, it didn't feel like any weight like I didn't feel like the strong determined sense of determination that I know we were supposed to feel in that moment okay. it, it just it didn't give you that feeling
0: so for me I would compare this moment to the moment where Naruto, where Naruto and Gara fought for like for really real right after the uh, the exam, and Gara was going all crazy with the one-tailed beast, and so uh, Naruto went all crazy and like did an illusion with the nine-tailed beast, and then Naruto was knocked out on the ground, and then he was just straight using his chin to pull forward. And he was like, "I will still fight you," mm-hmm. you know, like that. I felt that, you know? Yeah. But this, I was just like, okay, Tadra, can we just get up, please? Can yeah. we stop being so dramatic? Yeah. Because later on, later on the scene, he got up. And he gripped the sword. And he would stop being so dramatic. So I'm just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing I don't understand towards the end is the sun came out and Nezuko just straight ran up the stairs. Like, wasn't she in the basement to prevent the sun from reaching her?
1: I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I know that they... They went away before the sunlight came. And Tanjiro was out there by himself. In yeah. front of the... In front of the body of the other demon. The one
0: with the Tamaris. Yeah, the one with the Tamaris. Which is basically just a
1: ball that jingles. Mm-hmm. Yep. It doesn't matter. But she's dead now.
0: Yep. Because the sun came up.
1: Yeah, well... There was some type of curse that was activated.
0: Yeah, well, she was her yeah. cells were being destroyed, but like a demon isn't actually destroyed, destroyed, because they can't do that to each other. Basically, her yeah, cells, his cells were just his beating. cells
1: are the only ones that can do it.
0: I thought his cells were just like destroying her cells at yeah. a faster rate than she could regenerate, which is why the curse would keep going until the sun ro- rose. Well, That's why I- all night she just kept getting torn to pieces and pieces and pieces and pieces. And
1: pieces. Yeah. But eventually, I feel like it would have killed her anyway. But what I was trying to say is other with other demons, that's not the case. They can't do that to each other. So two demons normally fighting each other wouldn't make any difference. It yeah. would be a pointless battle. Yeah,
0: they can't inflict fatalities upon each other. But, uh, but yeah, so that's Demon Slayer. I feel, I feel like happily depressed about this anime, if that makes sense. Because I'm it looks good and it has the potential to be really good but then it just like falls short it's just like when you really want like a good burger like you want to go to like someone's like cookout and you want to just get like a burger straight off the grill and you want to like load it up the way that you want you know like that's what you have a taste for but then someone takes you to McDonald's and buys you like a McDouble and you're just like what is this? What is this is this? not what I wanted. Yeah. It looks like it Technically my, it's the same thing.
1: Yeah. Technically it has the same ingredients. It's still, you know, two pieces of meat and some cheese. On some bread. Uh, on some bread. But it's not what you were looking for. It's
0: not the same.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: And even then, there's some cases where like, I feel like they're taking me to like Wendy's and that one time, like that single moment he got mad about Nezuko, like, no, Nezuko is is gorgeous. Like, no, we're gonna take her in the light and you're gonna look at her and say that she's gorgeous. Like that one little moment, I felt like maybe we got like an in and out burger, but then we went back to a McDouble right after that. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody else. But,
1: but still, it's just <laughs> like it, it was it was like we had that small glimpse that he might have a little bit of character. And then it just faded away, and, and that was it. And then we still haven't seen any more of it
0: and like even the other characters like and the thing about it is every other character has some type of personality trait like even Nezuko the
1: other two demons that we just met in this particular him. I wanted
0: him I wanted them to go with him and travel with him because then I'd be like oh that'll be really interesting
1: at least they have character
0: at least they have character at least they're helpful at least they're useful at least they can have conversations with him so, it's because the thing is, Nezuko is great. She's got her own personality, which is crazy because she can't talk.
1: She can't talk, and she has more personality than the main character. Right. The main, main character of but this particular anime.
0: I feel like for Tanjiro to not have any personality, and then for him to be with someone who can't talk it leaves this gaping hole in the anime where you're just like, why should I care about you at all? You know? And I feel like this far into the anime, I shouldn't be watching it feeling like, why should I care if you reach your goal at all? Like, it would be different if we saw the moments where, like, at night or something, he was talking to Nezuko or they were, like, having moments or sharing or acting like a family. But at this point, like, she just rides in a box on on his back all day.
1: And then... And then at night, he fights demons.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just like, where... Like, how am I even... We've never seen the bond between Tanjiro and Nezuko. Yeah. At all. Like, we've never seen them actually interact with each other, either before her death or after she became a demon.
1: Yeah, we've never really seen them have any real emotional attachment. attachment. We've We've just just been been told told about it. Yeah. We've just been told that they have this goal... And this connection and he has this will to 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 turn to to fight for her and turn her back human and stuff.
0: Yeah, and it's just like maybe when it was fresh, I might have understood. But now it's just kinda like I don't I don't see the point. Like what is your I have a sibling and I've seen other people's siblings. So I'm just kinda like you can't just tell me that you have a relationship. You have to show me that you have a relationship if you want it to be believable.
1: Yeah, I mean, they should have, like, something with, that they can play off each other or something that they understand about each other that they can. you can show a connection. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be anything large. It does You know, it can just be like, hey, you remember such and such, and she can just nod her head like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, you know, and that will at least be something.
0: Yeah, But even the way she was hanging on to the other two because she thought they were her family. Like, Tanjiro is legit her family and she doesn't hang on to him like that. No. So, I mean, there are things that I could poke at this. I mean, it's really fun to look at.
1: It, it looks beautiful. It looks that's good. One, That's probably one of the main reasons we're still watching it, honestly. It looks good. And honestly, the other characters are well-developed. It's just irritating because the main character that we're following is not... So, and it's just like, but all the other characters actually have, they're actually interesting. They're not bad characters, but the main character is. So
0: So basically all the demons are far more interesting than uh, yeah, the all, one
1: human that all, we follow. Yeah, all the demons have been interesting. And we're finally getting the guy, one of the people from the intro. Yes, and in he already, episode.
0: like, he got, like, what... 10 seconds of talking time and I'm already like he looks way more interesting than Tadro because at least he has a personality he has a personality because when we meet him what's he doing he's on the ground begging some random girl to marry him because he's about to die because he's trying to avoid that flag
1: you yeah, know yeah and it's just like okay I this, guy, this guy you. might have potential
0: like at least you have some type of personality even if I don't like it even if I think you're creepy at least it's a personality of some sort and you're just uh, not like this stock character you know who
1: he reminded me of immediately um, Brock. Who? Brock? No, not Brock. That's not a bad one. Um the priest from Inyasha. Um
0: uh,
1: I can't remember his name right yeah, now. Uh the one with the hole in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. He reminded the- that's who he reminded me of. Yeah. But
0: uh, Please marry me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but um yeah. So that is that i'm pretty sure that's
1: the end of the podcast okay guys that's it for this episode of the i'd rather anime podcast if you liked it please subscribe tell your friends about it make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram if you want to share your opinion about the anime we talked about tweet at us or send us a voice message on anchor and we may share it on a future episode of the podcast we know you could be doing other things but we're glad you'd rather anime with us until next time peace Out.
0: So like, can we watch some anime now?